0: Hey friend, welcome to another episode of the NSN Shift Support Podcast. I'm your host Megan. I'm coming to you on a gorgeous Monday morning in Greenville, South Carolina. The sun is shining, I'm sipping my coffee. Annabelle and Declan, my dog and cat, are curled up by my feet and it's just a good start to the week. So I hope this is an omen for how the rest of the week is going to be. My goal is to have these out on Mondays, so I typically do not want to be recording an episode on Monday, but I'm giving myself grace because it was a really busy week. I ended up getting home a lot later than expected yesterday. We went to a friend's mom's celebration of life, and it was kind of a mentally exhausting day, so I decided just to wait and record the podcast this morning when I am fresh. So welcome, thank you for being here. Again, if you hear anything in the background, it's my dog who, the second I start talking, decides it's time to get up and start raging. I hope all of you had a wonderful weekend. Um, if you worked, I hope that the shift was kind to you and you at least got some good food. And in the past week, I hope you've had some time to spend time with people that you love. I have gotten to spend a lot of time with my friends and my sister in the past week. Um, We went out with my sister and her husband on Saturday and then Monday I got to celebrate a friend's birthday Wednesday. Like I mentioned before I had Gal's giving. Thursday we had Thanksgiving with the family and a bonfire with my friend. Obviously it was not the circumstances I would ever want but I did get to see some friends yesterday as well. So it just really um filled my cup and warmed my heart to get to spend so much time with people I love. I get to see my parents later this week so that's just been really nice and um, yeah just remember that part of self-care can definitely be nurturing your relationships, seeing people that you enjoy being around, that support you, that bring a smile to your face. So I highly encourage you if you haven't already make some plans with someone you love this holiday season because it really just is so nice. So I guess this is just my way of kind of sitting in gratitude this morning. I've been reflecting on the past week and all the amazing people I got to be around and all the kind of words that were shared. If you haven't listened to episode eight, starting a gratitude practice, go back and take a listen to that. We talk about the benefits of a gratitude practice and some easy ways that you can start your own. But this week we have talked about, um, are patients non-compliant or lacking resources. I've gone over lessons I've learned from visiting patients in their home, and I thought I would just kind of wrap up the week with talking about my experience working away from the bedside. Kind of a follow-up with episode 10 of this week. I have worked bedside for nine years as a nurse. I was four years in long-term care, as I've shared before, as an LPN on their transitional care unit as which is basically rehab and also their long-term care units and then I have been a nurse in the hospital for the past five years. I worked as a cardiac telemetry unit nurse for three years and then I went and traveled and while I still did a lot of cardiac I was on a cardiac PCU for one contract. I also did a lot of COVID and float pool which just kind of comes with the territory of being a travel nurse. So I've always been bedside. I've always been in a facility as a nurse. I did work as a CNA in home health when I was in nursing school um, doing like one-to-one non-skilled care. But um, so last November, as I've shared again, I took time off for PTSD and then I caught COVID in January. I developed long haul. I was having a lot of issues with tachycardia and extreme fatigue like couldn't get out of bed so it just really wasn't in the cards for me to go back to work when I had planned to and so I got into therapy I did some nurse coaching sessions I started working on my own um, mindfulness practice and yoga practice and getting outside and nutrition and doing all the things I could not perfectly mind you at all it's been a very bumpy road but trying my best to kind of recover my mind I got on I saw a cardiologist got a medication for my heart, so that's been doing better. So I finally realized I was ready to go back to work. Maybe not the hospital because I just don't think I have the endurance yet for a twelve hour shift mentally or physically. But I got a job doing in-home Medicaid assessments. So the company I work for um, sends in CNAs to the home to do one-to-one non-skilled care so they can do anything from taking them to the grocery taking them to the doctor, helping them shower, dress. It's a program with Medicaid kind of like um, they call it community long-term care and that is a program to try to keep clients in their home as long as possible which I think is just awesome and we need more of that. We need more hours for those people but so this is also different than typical home health. Um, I know home health if you've ever talked to a home health nurse she comes you know it comes with like a crazy amount of charting the charting and assess like the assessment is apparently like 20 pages for the initial assessment I don't have to do all that because it is non-skilled cared it's not on the medical side so my assessment is just a couple pages it's not bad but I go in I talk to the client see how they're doing if they have an aid I talk to them to see if they've noticed any changes I'm looking to see what medications they're on, make sure they were filled recently and the client is actually taking them, make sure they have food in the home, make sure the home is in livable condition, um, see about their doctor's appointments. Are they having falls? Do they have any major wounds or bruises? So I'm really just going into the home and kind of summing an overall picture of the home and seeing, is there anything I can get in touch with case management And to make sure that there's nothing we can do to help these patients. There's no uh, community resources available that may benefit them, etc. So I really enjoy the one-to-one time. Especially after working COVID for so long. um, And just having really sick, even cardiac patients and things. You know, when you're on the floor on a PCU, the PCUs I've worked at in the South, I know not all are this way. But we typically take five to six patients, which is absurd. I agree, but I digress. So I don't have a lot of time to sit and talk to a patient. Maybe if a patient's awake at 3 a.m., I can go and talk to them a little bit. If my charting's caught up and there's no emergencies on the floor and I have all my 2 a.m. med pass caught up because there always seems to be 2 a.m. antibiotics. But I just didn't have as much time as I would like ever to spend with my patient. So it's really nice to go in be one-to-one and just enjoy um really getting a chance to listen to what they have to say to look around to make them feel like somebody cares and I have had people tell me you know it's so nice to have someone come and you know want to sit and talk to me and not just peek in the door make sure I'm okay and leave so I really try to take time I probably take too much time and it makes my um even less than it should be because obviously doing Medicaid assessments I'm not making a ton of money but it's just something that I you know I want to be there for those people and I want them to feel seen and I want them to feel cared for and I know some of them don't really get visitors so I try to take a little extra time to talk to them and let them share. I'm also really enjoying the shorter work days. Um, I always love 312s. I always said I would never work anything but 312s but like I said, physically, it's just not in the cards for me right now. So I'm kind of just accepting that. And I'm enjoying, you know, an eight-hour shorter work day. I, uh This job is a PRN job, so I get to make the assessments. I schedule them when I'm available. I go into the office when I am available. So I really am enjoying that freedom of scheduling. And I'm really enjoying the shorter work days. Uh, will I do this forever? Probably not. But it's been a nice transition back into work. And it's kind of um, rejuven—it's kind of rejuvenated me a little bit in nursing. It's made me remember that I do love nursing. It doesn't always have to be so stressful. So between this and doing the support group for nurses, CNAs, and nursing students, I feel like um, it was a part of my healing that I really needed to remember that I do love nursing, And nursing doesn't have to be so traumatizing. I will say I do miss the acuity of the hospital some days. I miss the adrenaline sometimes. Um, I really enjoyed working in the hospital. I enjoyed that level of care. I enjoyed the night shift nurses I worked with. They were the best. I enjoyed when I got to work with a good provider. Not all of them were great, but when there was a good provider on, that was great. And I just really do miss that part of nursing. But I also am using the self-awareness to realize that it's not my time to go back. I think I may go back eventually. Maybe it'll be per diem or part-time. Maybe it'll be full-time. I don't know. Um, But I will say it has been a challenge to even share what I was doing. It was a challenge to admit I wasn't going back to work in January like I said I was. Even if I did have, you know, uh, PTSD diagnosis, I was suffering debilitating depression. And, you know, I had long haul. I was having all these issues. I had been in the ER. I had been to a cardiologist. But it still was tough to admit, like, I wasn't going back to work because I didn't realize how much of my identity was wrapped up in being a bedside nurse, a hospital nurse, a nurse, period. So that's something I really had to work through in therapy as well is realizing, you know, there's more to me than being a nurse. Um, I said there was, but when it came time to take that nursing component away, um, I obviously was still a nurse, but I wasn't working as a nurse. Then I realized that I didn't believe that as wholeheartedly as I thought I did. So I had to work through that, and I have. And then going back and not going back to the bedside, and not go- especially being a travel nurse, everyone wants to, you know, No, why aren't you traveling? That's where all the money is. I would never stop that. But there's a lot more to it than the money. You're away from family. You don't get any orientations. Sometimes the people you work with are not very kind. They're not helpful. You can be left alone a lot with very sick patients. And also, I mean, it's physically exhausting. I had no say usually over my schedule. I may work every other day. I may work three or four days in a row. And that's you know 12 hour shifts are hard and 12 hour night shifts are even harder it was just I had to work through a lot and I had to realize that a nurse is a nurse and I believe this about other people that I learned I didn't believe it as much about myself but I really feel like I am helping people in this new job I think every area of nursing is important and that there's nothing wrong with taking a break from bedside or leaving a bedside if that is what is meant for you there is so much out there beyond the bedside that can make you feel fulfilled and help you earn a living and have a really successful and fulfilling career. So that's a little bit about my experience working away from the bedside. Um, I like I said I'm really enjoying the one-to-one the shorter days. It's less physically taxing for sure. I'm not lifting people. I'm not you know doing transfers and all that all night long so that definitely my body feels better after a shift. I also am enjoying getting to go to people's homes. I'm meeting them where they are. They don't have to worry about things like transport or anything. I am coming to them. I am seeing how they're living, you know, seeing the back picture like I discussed in episode 10. I'm seeing kind of, you know, why we're having these problems. Maybe it's finances. Maybe they don't have the food they need. Maybe they can't get their medications. Um, I think there's something to be said about someone going into the home and actually seeing what's going on. Because a lot of patients don't want to admit what's going on. Maybe they don't even realize that how they're living is not how it should be. That they should have better resources. They should have you know, fresh fruits and vegetables and be able to get their meds and things. They just think this is normal. It's a generational thing. So I just think it's an awesome program. I'm really enjoying it. I hope to, um, I also do the orientation and education for CNAs, which I'm finding I really enjoy. I meet with them for orientation to go over all their education. And I'm actually starting to work on some education that we need that's being required by the state. So I'm really enjoying doing the research and creating that and creating the quizzes and teaching it. And I've always enjoyed education. Like I said, I was a preceptor and I loved it. And I have always kind of found myself in kind of a mentor, educator spot on the floor. Um, New nurses would come to me over their preceptors at times, even as a traveler, just because I really try to be understanding and kind. I never eye roll. I never shame for questions, which you would think no nurse would, but some of them do. And it's something we should all be mindful of. But I just, I'm really enjoying this change of pace. Even going into an office has been different and not bad. I've kind of enjoyed it Um, when I go into the office. It's just me and two other women who I really enjoy. So it's nice to be able to talk to them. There's no call lights. There's no one coming up to the desk demanding things. There's no code bells going off. Like, I just get to go in and work on my work. And it's kind of shocking. We listen to Christmas music with no background of call lights or, you know, any of the chaos that you hear on the floor. I've just never worked in such a calm environment. So it was a new experience, but it's a great experience. So if you were thinking about stepping away from the bedside for a break permanently, um, even getting a PRN on the side just to try out something different, I highly encourage you to look and see what's out there to apply even if you think you're not qualified. It doesn't hurt to apply and give it a try because you may find that it fulfills you in a different way but just as well if not better than the bedside. So I think this is a conversation we'll continue to have on the podcast because I think it's something a lot of us are um, considering and interested in And maybe not right now, but maybe we know a few years down the line we're going to be ready to step away. So I think it's an important conversation to have because there's lots of bedside nurses and they are awesome. You guys rock. Like I said, I did it for nine years. It's very close to my heart. I think I might go back, but there's also a lot of nurses outside the bedside and I think it's important to represent everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to another week of the NSN Shift Support Podcast. I really appreciate you being here and being part of our community. If you are enjoying the podcast, I would really love if you would give us a five-star rating. And if you are on Apple Podcasts and Able, I would love if you left us a review. That's going to help the podcast grow, help us find more people to join our community, more people to help support before their shift. And I would just really appreciate it. So your affirmation for your shift ahead is I will care for my patients to the best of my ability. I will care for my patients to the best of my ability. I think it's important to remember that all we can do is the best we can do, and sometimes the system, our patient ratios, um, our resources may set us up to feel like we are not doing our best, like we should be doing more, but I'm here to remind you, As long as you are doing your best and being kind and using the resources that you have to the best of your ability to care for your patients, that is all you can do. And you are doing great and your patients are so lucky to have you. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you have an amazing shift and we will talk next week. Bye.